It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello, welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig. I'm with Paul Doolan. Hello. And Dave Watson. Hello. Ross Smith was going to be here today, but then about an hour before kickoff, he texts to say that his brother was staying and he wanted to spend more time with him. That's quite <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't want to leave him on his own. Uh, so this is, seeing as we're not in the FA Cup and uh, there wasn't a game this weekend... We decided, uh, you may remember a couple of weeks ago, we did the best all-time Newcastle United 11, all-time Premiership 11, because, of course, football started in 1992. Or Premier League era. Premier League era. So now we're, uh, this week we're going to do the worst 11. We're going to try and compile one. Um, so did you struggle with this? Massively. I had to try and whittle it down from a long list of about... 50 names. So when you start looking through the lists of who we've had in the Premiership, you realise just how bad some of our players have been. So you found it harder than compiling the best 11? Yeah, because I think some of the, the best 11, it's, they, they speak for themselves, like up yeah. front or the, or the keeper or something like that. And then, then it's a case of just, you've only really got to think about the, uh, the right back or the, the left back or something like that. Whereas the worst 11 there have been some truly, truly bad. There's a lot more competition yeah, yeah, exactly. in the worst 11. It's yeah, a, it's a deep squad. <laughs> <laughs> you say there's a lot more competition, but the hardest position that I found to do mm-hmm. was goalkeeper. Yeah, there's an I feel like throughout one, in, in the Premier League era, I feel like yeah. generally our first choice keeper has been one of our stronger positions. It's, it's a place mm, where we've that's fair. We've had we've been less humiliated. <laughs> But then you just got to look a little bit. Um, so you got to look to the bench, and there was a there was a goalkeeper who made. I think I think he made twenty five, thirty appearances. Yep, twenty five, twenty five appearances for us, and he was awful. And I was actually just reading up on him before before I came here, and the Good reason boy. that Mike Hooper gave up professional football is because he was caught on camera openly laughing as Newcastle United conceded a goal. <laughs> and after that, he never played a professional game again. Hang on a minute. Did he play for us at the time? Yeah, yeah. He played between 93, 
93 and 96. So I he think. was openly laughing at a goal he'd conceded? No, no, no. He, oh, said, really? he, he was on the... Yeah. <laughs> was, he, did he start, was he openly laughing b- before the goal was conceded and that's what caused it to happen? <laughs> uh, I think it was because he was struggling he, to get in... Like, he was struggling to get games because... So he, he was on the bench. So he was on the bench and the camera panned to him and oh, right. he was creased up. So they binned him off. And now he's a bouncer for... a. Uh, club at County Durham in County Durham sorry right okay so Mike Hooper is he yeah. was awful he was absolutely he was one of those when you see them you know when you see like uh, like a lower league lower Premier League side and they've got a keeper that, that's maybe come up with them from the championship or whatever and they're still in the Premier League and you go alright that's the difference between who's the one Sheffield United had is it Paddy Kenny it feels a bit like that it looks like someone's just been chucked on. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Hooper, yeah. just looking at him, uh, made 51 appearances for Liverpool. Did he? Yeah. Between wow. 1985 and 1993, that's who we bought him off. So I'm guessing he was their like, second choice keeper. He was brought in as competition for Cernicek. Yes. But I think, if you look at all the other keepers we've had, it would be very harsh to put anyone else close yeah, I think. Yeah, like you couldn't really put Steve well, Harper the only, in there the only other late uh, late sort of application for the role of our worst ever keeper would be Jack Anik it's yeah, not yeah. fair no. he's only had a couple of games harsh. but ratio are you going to tell him that Santa's not real to... as well I mean ruin his <laughs> yeah. weekend yeah I know it's a mean thing to say he's a kid All what's right, interesting then. though just to, just dead quick uh, yeah. Freddie Woodman played in the, for the under 18s last night uh, against Chelsea uh, we lost at the end but we took the like a really good it was nil nil at full time wasn't yeah, it? yeah we lost three nil at the end but Freddie Woodman saved a penalty and put, pulled off a string of great saves so we should have been playing Freddie mm. Woodman rather oh, than Jack Hannick but anyway like the shout round out before, to Freddie yeah I think the round before that he saved two or three penalties yeah, as well he used quality yeah anyway well, we should mention that. I meant to mention that at the top. We should mention that a little bit. Mm. Last night, the youth uh, cup. Is that 11,000? 11,600, 11, yeah. That is impressive. I mean, the tickets were free, but, st- but still. still, that's for, for an under-18 youth, ge- like a youth cup game. That's yeah. it's incredible. So that's Mike Hooper in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Dudley Hooper. Yeah. Just looking at his Wikipedia <laughs> Got a page. degree in English literature. Really? Is yeah. he? Yeah. Well, there you go. That just goes and to show... he's a bouncer. ...that the middle classes will never be able to play football. <laughs> <laughs> youth, uh, youth career was at uh, Mangotsfield United. Never heard of that. Yeah. But there you go. From Bristol. Not a lot of West Country people in football, really, are there? So, uh, there, he, there we are. Big generalisation. <laughs> well, generally, you did, I always find that... I can only Seems think of Ian Holloway. Ian Holloway. Martin Keown, isn't he from the West Country? Right, anyway, anyway yeah. Mike Hooper, in. Okay. Done. Now, here's an area where we've got a lot to choose from. The defence. Let's go to centre-half, because that is... There is... There's a lot to there's talk about There's a lot of here. big ones there. Yeah. Okay. Big piles of shit. Throw some names out there. All right. Dave. Uh, so I was thinking uh, Marcelino. He yes, has the life-threatening yes. broken finger. I was thinking Boomsong, the £9.5 million transfer from Rangers after they got him for... Was it fuck all? They got him, they got him free. for a million. Thought, no, they got him oh, they free. Got him they free. signed him for free. Uh, Rangers did in the summer. And then... Uh, Graham Souness bought a house. three months later... Yeah. 
We bought him for... <laughs> I've got 8 million we bought him for. Mm. But maybe it was 9.5. Could have been. Um, a five and a half year contract. So you've got Boomsong, you've also got Bramble. Yeah. Who... 105 appearances, Bramble. Yeah. I hadn't realised it was... If, if you didn't know anything about football and you spent your time standing next to my dad when we were watching the game, you'd think that his first name was for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> He was that bad. But, but it wasn't for games. fuck's sake. His first name was <laughs> Titus. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, though, Bramble at least had some games where he looked amazing. It was mm. the inconsistency with Bramble. Yeah. Which, it was more infuriating in a way. Because on, on his day, he could be one of our best centre-backs or one of our worst. He it, had like an element of class about him. Yeah. He, well, well, he was we, a very classy rapist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And he had those. Um, he had the, the qualities where you turn to your friend and you'd say he'd make a decent defensive midfielder because mm. he clearly didn't have the the ability to be a, a, like the concentration to be a good centre half. So he thought, well, push, give him less responsibility and more opportunity what, to to fire. That's at the what I always said. I always thought someone should have put him but, in midfield, Bramble. But like he, he could have been a sort of like, and this isn't the greatest player in the world, but perhaps a sort of Tom Huddleston. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, not bad. Like, yeah, Bramble was big, fast, and he's he just seemed classy. Thick. But it was the very, stupid. the very simple things he wouldn't be able to cope with. Yeah. You could just loop a long ball towards him, and he panic, and you'd panic. Yeah, but he was he was a consistent first team player for five years, two thousand two to two thousand seven. We went through a few managers in that time, mm. um, but he was always picked. And I remember it was Allardyce when Allardyce came in. There was that moment where he's like, "Is um." Has no one noticed? <laughs> <laughs> Is this his bet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then you've got Kashapa, who was old yeah. and slow. Uh, so, there's an argument for Mike Williamson of the that's, current. Yeah, that's fair. The current ilk. Yes. I think, I, strong I, I think he's dog shit and slow. Yeah. yeah. He's been around for a little while now. Kashapa. Or Kashapa, Kishapa or however he was just... I remember when we first signed him on the forums, people were going, he looks solid. Kashapa <laughs> looks solid. But that was I think that's just because he, he was... Was he Brazilian? Was absolutely. He was, he was statuesque. Yeah. yeah. Craig Moore as well, I think, a notable Craig mention. Moore. But I don't and know played, if played in played the World Cup. Or... Yeah. Yeah. So to get it down to the two, I said Marcelino Elena because he was expensive shit when he played and always injured. Let's talk about Marcelino yeah. for a second. 5.8 million we bought him from. Highly rated we bought him from yeah. Mallorca in 1999. 5.8 million for a defender in 1999 is quite a lot of money, really. Yeah. And he was... He made, in four years with the club, he made 17 appearances. He was... <laughs> he's on high wages... Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Looking at photos of him today, very ugly man. <laughs> he was, I mean, that shouldn't come into it. He looked part wolf, though. I think you can be, wolf. you can quite quickly forgive a player mistakes if they're beautiful. Yeah, well, perhaps if, if he was What's part... known as Kabai's Law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> perhaps if we played our games at midnight. Uh, so uh, that's why he's in for me, Elena. Okay. The other one I Absolutely went for... Enough, yeah. For me, it was a straight toss-up for the other place. I went for Marcelino as well. It was between Bramble and Boomsong... Okay. And I've gone for Boom Song, just because yeah. Bramble did have his moments. I'm going to say that is the correct yes. choice. Boom Song was. I, I would make. I think there's a strong case to be made for Boom Song being the worst player of our Premiership era. Wow. Yeah. 
And he, in terms of like, I, 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 this is not including people who made just a couple of appearances. Yeah. Boomsong made 47 appearances. <laughs> yeah. And I would suggest that in pretty much every one of those games, he was responsible for a goal. I was looking, there was a compilation on YouTube I was looking at today of his errors. It was incredible. I mean, they were real comedy errors. A lot of amazing own goals. If, a lot if, of just, just random boots into the air. Yeah. If, if match of the day feel comfortable enough taking the piss out of your defence you know it's bad. And they would consistently refer to those two as the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. Um, mm. Bramble and Boomsong. So, yeah, Boomsong's... It was probably a partnership awful. that didn't help either of them. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Bra- did Bramble have a few games with Woodgate? A few, because... I, th- I remember a, feeling that they were yeah. a very solid partnership and you kind of felt with Bramble if he had <laughs> the right person with him. Yeah. Well, Boomsong was only with us for a year and a half. and um, But what a year I should, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I should say, like, a little caveat to it, I mean, I don't want to bring the mood down, but apparently his excuse was that his girlfriend was very ill at the time and he's going through personal problems. He did c- arrive to us. He was, like, highly rated. My, I remember my friend used to say to me that Newcastle are always buying shit defenders. And I would say, no, we're always buying good defenders who turn shit when we buy them. I like, think the SPL, though, is not a good place no, to No, but he'd come it. from... He went from us to Juventus and played regularly for them. Yeah, but again, the, the, the Italian league compared to ours in terms of pace and, pace and everything David else. Rosenhall sure. did the yeah. same. But oh, my point God, would be, I totally forgot about I know, David I had just thought of him there. <laughs> my point would be that he, he's not like a... Boomsong isn't like a Peter Ramage or a Mike Williamson. He's a player who had a lot of the things that would, would supposedly make you a good mm. central I defender. I think he's all fur coat now, Nick is though, isn't he? Uh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, but I, I, okay, Boomsong and Marcelino, I think, is a good call. That is what I've gone for as well. See these two positions coming up; these are the hardest ones. Yeah, for me. right back and left back, hardest positions. Well, the pick. hardest positions I thought in the in the best side as well. Yeah, yeah. unless you just move Nobby Solano into every position. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's because fullbacks they rarely catch the eye for good or for bad. They're, yeah. they're, they're rarely the last person who causes a goal mm. and they're rarely the last person to score or, Although, or assist I've, I've got a theory that most football clubs the most booed upon players are usually the fullbacks but not often at ours anyway throw some names out for fullback uh, for left back I struggled quite was Carl Sarant left back <laughs> no Carl Sarant was a right back uh. Uh, and he was injured Loads. Well, so I think, think if you don't know what, posi- what position he was, yeah. then you can't really... For me, it. for left-back, <laughs> it came down to Celestine Babiaro and Wayne Quinn. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Uh, well, Babiaro was hated. Dave? Yeah, definitely. Um, Babiaro, Wayne Quinn. Uh, I'm trying to think of other left-backs other than those two. And you get to the, the ones which were just disappointing, like Alessandro Pistone, yeah. who he was gutless, but... He was he's average. Right. You know, he was fine. And then you start talking about... You start looking at the team and you go, you realise that most of them have been played out of position when they've been pushed left-back. Like, and B were at left-back was abomination, but he's not a left-back, so it's not really fair. Well, Baba Yara was a natural left-back, again, with some pedigree. Mm. It was quite exciting when we got him, I thought, from Chelsea. Not exciting, but it seemed like a, a good signing. I feel me. he scored on his debut. 
Did he? Oh, I feel okay. you. I can't remember. I think it was against Liverpool. I can't remember. He but kind of forms a pattern with us, I think, especially in the Premier League era, where we've signed players from big clubs. And none on the way. Yeah. If you look at... I mean, Nicky Butt did quite well, but he was one of those. Alan Smith, where yeah. You, yeah. we'd go to whoever was in the top two. Damien Duff. Damien Duff is... I think, is, is, well, I think we might talk about him later. Yeah. Uh, but I, should we go Babayaro? Yeah, because Wayne Quinn, in the same way as Boom Song should be in because he's he had potential and was shit, Babiaro should be in because he had potential and was shit. Wayne Quinn was always shit. shit. He was just <laughs> it, it was it's, it's almost like it's not his fault. He's it's it's like he's been ripped from a from lower league and thrown in at the Premier League when he's nowhere near that good. Mm. Babiaro, kind of okay. Babiaro was with us from oh five to oh eight and. Um, Soon after he left, Freddie Shepherd called Babiaro a disgrace, which I think is a little case of the <laughs> pot calling the kettle African American. Uh, so um, yeah, let's let's give it to Babiaro. Congratulations, Celestine. Um, right back, hardest one, I think. Yeah, we've had really good right backs and consistently good ones. Mm. Oh, because nobody, nobody's going to put a name oh, out, are they? Well, I don't know. Who wants to go first? Andy Griffin? Scored against Juventus. I'll always have a soft spot for him. He seemed to do really well against the biggest players. I remember him marking Giggs and Ronaldo sort of out of games. What, in the same game? Occasions. <laughs> we had Andy Griffin in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for, even though it's a player I sort of liked by the end and he became a bit of a cult figure in a different position but I think the worst right back I've seen for us in the Premier League era is James Perch right just I think his first five games he was booked in all of them and banned and he constantly looked out of his depth but then we'd move him around and he he had some very good games he was one of those kind of pardy players who he could get the best out of James Perch was like a shit Phil Neville Yes. And Phil Neville's yeah. already kind of a shit Phil Neville. <laughs> um, I'd agree with that, yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to forgive him because I, I think it's consistently being played out of position until he was put in the centre of the park. And when he, when he put him in the centre and he had limited responsibility and he, his pace, or his lack of pace, didn't matter. I think it was all right. Who have you gone for, Dave? Uh, so it was really difficult. I, I wanted to say uh, Lauren Chave, but I always remember him as like just... Average, not he was. He was never catastrophic. And then it's going to have to be Stephen Carr because he used to get rinsed for pace all the time, and he'd launch himself into stupid tackles. And I don't mind like a, a full-blooded tackle every now and again, but he was he was doing it all over the place, getting himself booked when he didn't need to. So for that reason, it's Stephen Carr. Okay, Stephen Carr. Um, yeah, it was quite hated. So uh, am I going to have the deciding vote here? I guess I am. Who did you go for? Well, I wasn't really sure. I guess I'll go for for Stephen Carr. Sorry, Paul. Wow. <laughs> it's probably for, I. I don't like to see James Perch. Just because Stephen Carr made anything. a number of I hated Stephen Carr. Right I'm quite happy was, to see yeah, him right back. Sorry. Okay, so uh, now let's talk about the midfield. Hmm. Uh, throw some names out there. Uh, Amdi Fai. Andy Fye, yes. Uh, Did score that one goal against Man United in the 7-1. <laughs> I remember being in the pub 
and we were already, I think it was 7-0 down, mm. and he scored that goal, and cheering, and then immediately <laughs> feeling really stupid. Yes! Oh, no. It's 7-1. One who I was surprised had made as many as 12 appearances, and the only player whose autograph I ever got, Des Hamilton. Des Hamilton. Oh, he was, he was another one who was just awful. shit. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy, he's, he's Slow, in mind, definitely. Supposed to be a dead ball specialist, and his delivery was terrible. Just really flat. Yeah, man. just shit. Um, he, he was like club captain. Jeremy was. He's he was club captain. I would say Jeremy's possibly a shoe in for one of the central yeah. midfield roles. Was he a Sooness by? I think he was. Or was he an Aladellis? I think he should know that. Sorry. Uh, the other one, I think you could class him as a central midfielder. That I think stood out quite a bit. Silvio Maric. Yes. I think he's I always that, thought Maric was too. on the left. Because I uh, think it's because the, the, my abiding memory of Maric, which is probably doing him a great service, is him pulling the ball back for Shearer to score uh, against Tottenham in the, uh, the replay at the Old Trafford. The semi final. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I kind of forget. But uh, yeah, Maric is still in there because. Again, gutless and flashes of quality, but all too inconsistent. And uh, and Silvio. And it's a little bit. It's players that you had high hopes for as well, mm. isn't it? It's definitely. It's They're the ones that hurt more. He's one where of you've signed them and you're excited. Yeah. For like the whole build-up to pre-season. Yeah. And then, or even, well, you might come so onto this one later. But Stefan Givash, where you don't even have the pre-season to get excited when there was that World Cup year. Yeah. yeah. Thought, oh, we've signed him and immediately we found out his shit. Yeah. We've not even yeah. got to watch him play. But He's another one that's Possibly the only World Cup winner we've had play for us in the Premier League era. I've just thrown that in <sighs> out of nowhere. Jesus. I know. I can't think of another. Anyway, there must be a, a French one somewhere. I don't th- Not from. Did Frank Dumas. <laughs> Did he win the World Cup? Don't think he oh, guys. Anyway, yeah. oh, yeah. All right, so are uh, we, Jeremy and Marich? Well, I've also thought uh, Basadas, Christian Basadas, because he Bacidas. came with, um, you know, he was an Argentinian player. Everybody was dead excited to see what we were going to get, and what we got was, I don't know, like another Jeremy. He was shit. He, he was, was one for me. You always felt like he was on the second tier of the squad in a way. Like we were sort of excited about. Did he play much? Yeah, he was like he was a regular first teamer for a couple of years. Put it this way: I like Clarence Acuna more than Christian Basadas, and Clarence Acuna, to my to my memory, had one good game, which was him and Jamie McLean, who could also go in the centre because he was dog shit. Uh, It was against Arsenal, and that was the one good game. The two of them bossed Vieira and somebody else in the centre, maybe Gilberto Silva. They bossed those two in the centre of the park, and that was their only good game. Clarence Acuna, I'd make a case for having a face like a damaged brick. Mm. Ugliest player ever to play for us, perhaps, Clarence Acuna. He's definitely up there. Um, Okay, so um, what should we go with in the centre of midfield? Well, I think Jeremy's definitely in, isn't yeah, he? Jeremy. Definitely. I think an honourable mention for Lee Bowyer, but he just wasn't quite shit enough. Then you've also he had some Alan all right Smith. moments. Well, no, now I won't go with, I won't accept Alan Smith, because I thought about that. But he was actually, in the championship season, he was actually pretty good. No, he wasn't. He won well. No, he wasn't. I'm not having that. Okay. I you, went, you, can, you can deny me. I did go, I, went, I did actually only attend one game that season. He was But <laughs> I remember awful. he bossed that particular game. It He's another one we signed. Peterborough. <laughs> and he was just spent, I think. Well, yeah, very much so. He's not a central midfielder. 
But I'd put Marich in ahead of him for me. Yeah. But, okay. okay. Um, I, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Jeremy Marich. That's what I'm going to go. Cause in the centre? I, I was going to say Jeremy Five, but if you two are going to go Jeremy Marich, then fine. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> going to happen. Okay, so uh, on the left... No, Marich, but you know. Okay. You. I'm sure Marich was more central. Have we, have we got someone else for the left? Paul? The one Damien that stood Duff? out for me, although he played up front as well for us, would be. I mean, Damien Duff is, was fairly poor, but Albert Luque, I think, sure, was. We could have him on the left. Didn't make that many appearances, but uh, one of those horrific uh, disappointments. I think he was one of Along the ones who was shunted Viana, out. But Hugo Vernon is central as well. I don't no. feel like he ever really got a chance either. No. And he had a few okay games. Who? Viana. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. fine. Um, I was going to launch into a tirade if you said. Well, let's talk about right on the right <laughs> wing as well, and then we can and then we can put together this whole midfield. Well, I would say uh, everybody be surprised how many games Fabrice Pancrat actually played yeah, for us. Sixteen. Yeah, sixteen games. I know, and it was in the championship season, so I think the majority of them. I, he was only there for a, for a year or so. Well, the other he one was utterly shit. Like, not even in in a oh, he's trying hard, but he's not. He just doesn't have the quality. He didn't have the quality, and he didn't have the heart either. I don't know how. Mm. I don't know what we saw in him, other than maybe we'd seen a preview of his Watford goal. But that I was think it. He was meant to be quite fast, or looked like he might be fast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the same season was I think he the other one beside Bot? Possibly. Yeah. But I think Wayne Routledge was fairly poor for us as well. I mean, he's gone on to better things. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone was sad when we sold him. No, I don't think anybody cared. But he was more he's, he's underwhelming, a, a, I think. Really a pretty good Premier League player. Yeah. Wayne Routledge, Routledge, yeah, definitely. Routledge. I think it's also, I would suggest, strength. quite pretty eyes. <laughs> Finally, someone said it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, an, another shout-out for right wing. He's played some all right games this season. But Gabriel Obertan has yeah. got to be talked about. Yeah, yeah. How many, how many games has he actually played, though, in total for us? He has played 47 games. That is criminal. He must have played quite a few uh, UEFA games. That's season. 47 is that uh, league games. Appearances. 47 league so appearances. Some of those must be subs. Yeah. But he's, I mean... He's he one of the stupidest players. players. Yeah. yeah. And I also think sort of he's got that weird alien-like body. It's quite easy Squidward. to let him off. Not in that a way. any of us know what an alien really looks like. But carry on. <laughs> I think it's quite easy to let him off in a way because he's had two very good games out of forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, but his most recent appearances almost have been his best. But that I shouldn't in, cloud. Yeah. I would suggest that if I made forty-seven appearances, I might make. Two, I might have two all right games. I would suggest you wouldn't. No, I don't that's true. <laughs> on the right wing in the Premier League. If I made 47 appearances, then that would be one hell of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's another one that we signed from a, a top club and has yeah. just been like as if the, the aura of that club has somehow bestowed upon him some special powers and it really fucking hasn't. I, will, I watched um, a little uh, Sky Sports thing about Michael Owen's career. Yeah. yesterday like Premier League legends and it showed when he signed for Man United um, Man United that season also signed Valencia and Obertan oh that's weird that's kind of my life anyway so what should we have for the whole midfield we've already decided Jeremy and Marich in the middle we could have three in midfield 
Should we move on to the strikers and then we yeah. can put it all together? Yeah. Right, okay. I think that's nice. Uh, throw some names out for strikers. Andreas Anderson. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Carl fucking Court. Oh, I'd forgotten Carl about Court. Carl Court. But wasn't, okay, Carl Court, wasn't it just injury, really? Was what? he actually awful for us? He was fairly, Bobby Robson seemed to get a little out of him, didn't he, I think? Bobby Robson was very keen on it being Carl Court, Shearer, with Bellamy just behind them. They were going to be the dream team, and I was quite excited about it. Yeah, but I, I felt like Carl Court was just injured. I saw he, him he have, did have one. He injuries, but he's just, even when he was fit, he wasn't that good, and that's, he wasn't that good before he joined us, and he was nothing after he so joined us. The only good I game I saw Rowdies, him have. Toronto Rowdies now, or something like that? That is believable. Yeah. He's just shit. He just, he was, like, you watch him play, and yes, he was injured, and you could argue that, oh, he's just coming back from injury, so that's why he's a little bit slow on the uptake. He hasn't got match fitness. He hasn't got match sharpness. But no, he's just shit. I'll t- um, well, there was, there was always the rumour, we should say, about... Carl Court, that Bobby Robson signed the wrong player. That he had meant <laughs> to sign Jason Yule. Have we heard this? <laughs> Never heard that before. The, the, it doesn't feel like we missed out on well, Jason Yule. It circulates around that time when they asked Shola Amiobi, <laughs> what do, you, uh, do you have any, what does the manager call you? Has he got any nicknames? What does he call you? And he said he calls me Carl Court. <laughs> and uh, I think around, because of that, there was always the rumour that uh, Bobby had accidentally signed Carl Court instead of Jason Yule. <laughs> but, you know, Jason Yule, if he had signed him, I don't could have very have easily much. made yeah. the worst 11 as well. But I Maybe. saw Carl Court have one very good game, but it was for Wimbledon against us. <laughs> <laughs> I think he scored twice. Andreas Anderson, I yeah. should say, the blonde bombshell, signed by Doug Leash for... Uh, he made 27 appearances in 98-99, so he's one, you know, one of our first-choice strikers. Mm. Scored four goals. He scored a great goal against Man U, I seem okay. to remember. Didn't and he was bought... didn't do that as well, though, so... <laughs> yeah. And Fair he enough. was bought... David Edgar, I think yeah, he got yeah, one too. He did, David Edgar yeah. scored an amazing goal against Man U. And then Andreas Anderson was bought the season after Doug Leach had bought John Dahl Thomason. 97-98, mm. so he was like... That was maybe a case of getting the wrong blonde European. <laughs> you know, twice you, you in can a row. tell Andreas Anderson is shit because his Wikipedia page. You don't have to scroll on it. It's literally That's true. that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I also did look at his uh, Wikipedia page. Still playing? Is he? Yes, he took about five years off, and now he's playing hang, for hang some. On, how old is he now? Some team described as a minnow. He's like forty. Jeez, he's still me. playing. I think Andreas Anderson, uh, sorry, John Dahl Thomason, the frustrating thing about him was every other club he's been at, yeah. he's been a big success. We got yeah. him on while he was on like a sabbatical from Doug Leach used to always go on about how he was the best finisher in training. Yeah. And well, that was when we had big, Shearer. Yeah, the big, the big problem was that um, in pre season we sold Ferdinand and Ginola and uh, Shearer got injured. And, uh, if, and it was supposed to be Shearer with. John Dal Thompson playing off him in the hole, and then rather than sign a striker that uh, John Dal Thompson could play off, or change the tactics so that we were playing you know more fluid football with the ball on the ground, uh, Dalglish was still playing him as the target man, which is why he was shit and mm. for us. And I mean, he wasn't prolific anywhere he's been, but it was just the his his play was terrible because he was being asked to do a different job. It'd be like asking Bellamy to be a target man. He's can't really do it. 
All right, fair enough. One very. If you love John Dahl Thomason so much, why don't you marry him? He's a very pretty um, boy. I'd say one who's definitely one. not played enough games for us, but last season I think deserves a mention. Luke de Jong. Yes, I think he was. He did play eleven games. I think. And he's on about 19 goals this season already. Yeah, he's another one who's yeah, been brilliant, not for goals. us. Yeah. Afonso Alves is the one I pull out all the time when anybody talks well. Speaks. Was he the Middlesbrough? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was scoring. It was, it was a ridiculous record in the Dutch league. Then he moved here and was shit. I think mm. Luke de Jong is a good shout. He was He so was terrible. A um, couple more. This is more just as a disappointment, I suppose which is along a theme of signing players as they are fading. Patrick Cliver. Yeah. It, it, we were definitely his payday. Yeah. We were definitely... Well, I mean, he yeah. was rich anyway. But Amongst the, many. But th- yeah. That man lived inside of Greg's. You could see... <laughs> how can you be <laughs> a professional footballer shape. and be that heavy? Yeah. It's just... like, at, at And also, if he was on such high wages, Greg's wouldn't have been taking that many of them. <laughs> because, you know... Food's cheap there. Um, Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Albert Luque. Can't believe we haven't mentioned Albert. Well, we did mention him on the left. We talked about him as a midfielder, but but he's been both. Got that one goal against Sunderland. Even Luque scored. Yeah. Yeah. Was very uh, apologetic to the fans when he scored that goal. As in, sorry, I know I've been shit. (laughs) I always remember that. Yes, Sorry Albert I've Luka. ruined your day by you having to remember how shit I was any time you think about this I game. love that. In the era when players won't celebrate in front of their old fans, he just wouldn't celebrate in front of his own <laughs> because he <laughs> was shit. Yeah, he was, he was terrible. And he was a big us. buy as well, 9.5 million, yeah. wasn't it? Um, one more mention I'd like to make for a striker, Paul Dalglish. Paul Dalglish, he only made 11 appearances, scored one goal. He only made 11 appearances... You would have thought just because of his dad. I mean, it's hard. Mm. He went on to have a football career, going spiralling downwards through the leagues. Mm. He made... He's a, definitely a striker. He only ever played striker. 206 appearances, 22 goals <laughs> in his career. How does that compare next to Heskey's? That's uh, not uh, not favourably, no. Heskey has like a hundred Premier League goals. Heskey did okay at Leicester, and he scored a few at Liverpool. But well, he has a hand in more goals as well. Yeah, but like Paul Dalglish, Paul Dalglish wasn't a target man. He wasn't holding the ball up. He was a striker, but he was just shit. But he was—he's another one where you think he just wasn't a very good player. Yeah, he wasn't underachieving. Not that that's necessarily the issue. Daniel Cordone, did we mention? Uh, No, I mean he didn't play that many games. Started brightly. Yeah, got a couple of goals in his in his first couple of games, didn't he? Okay, I feel like sure. um, we need to sort of uh, make a decision here. So let's have because there's been a wealth of choices here for striker. Let's have three in midfield and mm. three up front. Um, so our midfield, we've already got Marich and Jeremy in. Who's the third midfielder going to be? Uh, say so you made a very good argument for Oberten. Thank you. Dave? I was going to say five, but I'm happy to have Obertan in. Let's have Obertan so we can have someone on the wing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. So that's Jeremy Marich and Obertan. That is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> this team is going to concede a lot of goals. And up front, it's also not going to score any goals. 
I was uh, pushing for Carl Cord. I was pushing hard for Carl Cord. Carl Cord, okay. And Luke. Let's, um, let's definitely have Luke. Yeah, there. I think yeah, Luke okay. deserves to be in there. I'd say Andreas Anderson and John Dahl Thomason are my other two. Oh, God, but yeah. I think Carl Court possibly deserves to be. Who do you drop out of those two for Carl Court? Thomason. I would say J- Thomason, just because I think he. He, he there was, was some so fun. bad, though. Yeah. Thomas, I, but he, at least he, Thomason at least. on circumstance rather than a lack of ability or, or effort. He certainly worked hard. Mm. He was just. He, just okay. one kind of play. So, Anderson, Luke, yeah. and Court. I feel really bad for Court in there, but I'm happy to go with it. Yeah? Okay. Sure? Not Paul Doglish? No, because, again, Not like you enough. say, he didn't play yeah. enough games, and he was only there because his dad got him a job. Okay, let's go through the team. Yep. Hooper. Hooper in goal. Mm-hmm. Boomsong Marcelino, centre-back. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Jeez. Uh, left-back. Yep. Right-back, was it Stephen Carr? Stephen, Stephen Carr. Yeah, so it was. Experienced full-backs. Go on. Marich and Jeremy in the centre with Overtown. doing whatever the fuck he likes. <laughs> Overtown in the hole. Okay. And then, um, uh, who was it? Luke, Luke Court, Court, and Anderson. And Andres Anderson. Yeah. This team is going to... <laughs> Stefan Givash has dodged so the So the question that was asked uh, when we did our best 11 was uh, would that team get in the Champions League? Would this team get relegated? Yes. yes. Yes, it would. Yes, it would definitely this get relegated. This would get relegated Absolutely. from... Probably the League championship. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, get, and go into bankruptcy as well. Because <laughs> there's some high wages there. And uh, manager? I'm going to say Graham Souness. I think because Graham Souness bought a few of those players. <laughs> yeah, it's between him and Allardyce for me. Yes, between him and Allardyce. But I think I'm a, Allardyce. I think it has to be Souness for me. Yeah. I think it, for me it does. Allardyce is an undoubted cunt. Yeah. But Allardyce got rid of Bramble. Joe Kinnear. <laughs> Joe Kinnear, for me, I didn't hate him <laughs> as as a manager so much. Just as a person. Just as a man. Just, just as a, a person and as a director of football, I hated him. I, w- I mean, obviously, I'm going to say Pardew because I fucking hate him. But other than that, uh, I would say Hollett. Hollett was awful. Hollett, Hollett was, was so bad. Ooh, and he had yeah, such yeah. a big ego, he would fall out with everybody in that team. And but I know Sunas yeah. has so got a big Tunis, one. So but at least Tunis. some of them will behave themselves. I just feel like Su- I feel like Sunes is responsible for... There's a gap between Bobby Robson and then afterwards. And if you look at the history mm. of our club... Yeah. It, where we were competing for things. It very and quickly. there was like, yeah. still, we were in and around Champions League. There was a, we always felt like we might, or oh, we might be having a bad season, but next season we'll be challenging for Champions League. And if you plot to where did that change, I would suggest it was Sooners. I and think I was, similarly, you could do the same with Kenny Dalgleish. Yeah. Dismantling a yes, very effective. But team. Bobby Robson, he didn't leave it. It's such a shit state that Bobby Robson wasn't able to yeah because at least when um, when Sunes took over we had a had a youth system whereas when Dalgleish took over Keegan had dismantled the, the reserves and, and everything else so uh, Dalgleish yeah, did okay. buy Sunes, Anderson and I'll Thompson say, I think. I'll say Sunes then fine yeah it's I think Sunes and the owner's Sunes. Ashley yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay there you go that is that is something that is something <laughs> Um, 
Well, but quite enjoyable, I would say. Quite enjoyable. Yeah. Okay, we should wrap it up. But quickly, before I go, we've got Man City at the weekend. Quick predictions. I say 4-0 us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I was going to say 4-0. To no. them, though. To right. them, yeah. Oh, sorry, 4-0 us, did you say? Yeah, that was a joke. I do think 4-0 them. Yeah, 3-0 them. Okay. I'm going to say 2-1 them. Just To, to them. We have yeah, won there them. this season, I suppose. We have won there this the season then. Not yeah. that great at the moment as a side, Still. I think. But yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to win. Okay. We've, we've, but we've at least we won't be fielding the side we've just picked. Yeah. And I'd just like to give uh, a quick... Uh, shout out to uh, Mike Carpenter who got in touch with us on Twitter and is listening from Detroit, Michigan. Huh? Hello, Mike. USA. Bloody hell, we're international. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that exciting? So if yeah. you are listening from further afield, please get in touch on Twitter at Newcastle Natter. Please uh, give us a rating on iTunes or whatever, however you do that. Subscribe, stuff like that. And that will help this podcast uh, survive if nothing else. Um, But thanks for listening. Goodbye, guys. Bye. See you later. See you next week. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.